Good morning, everybody. This is Dirty Old Man, and this is another episode of Advice from a Dirty Old Man. Today is Friday morning. I've got my ginger tea. I've got my ideas more or less straight. It's a gray day, very, very great day. The temperatures have plummeted. I think it's two degrees now, and in the evening it gets very cold, although we've been having some kind of spring uh, weather lately, but it's changed now. It's uh, The whole weekend's going to be pretty, pretty gray. And uh, I was... Uh, I was thinking because today is March 19th and today is my mother's birthday. She passed away in 2014, so she would have been today she would have been 74 years old. She died pretty young and uh well happy birthday mother. Happy happy birthday. It is also Father's Day and in uh Catalonia it's also St. Joseph's Day. So it's a triple celebration. Although I don't care much for the Father's Day or the St. Joseph Day, but uh but I do care about my mom's birthday. So we're going to do a little cake and we're going to do a little uh celebration in in her memory here at home. Anyways, uh welcome to Advice from a Dirty Old Man. Today I'm going to speak about a subject that I've been thinking about lately, which is the new generation's um interaction with online activities and how the internet and all this digital new world has impacted us. I am Generation X, by the way, uh, and all those, uh, all those generations ahead of me, even the, the older generations, even people like my mother, who, uh, okay, she, she, she died in 2014, but she was very, very, very much involved in the, in the online world. She took advantage of, of it in a very idyllic and productive way. And, uh, but that's not particularly the case today, in my opinion, of course. So uh, the, the, this online world that we have created, it's, it's, I have to say two things. For, on one hand, it's fantastic. It's fucking awesome. Dude, you have the whole information of humankind at a touch of a thumb in your phone or in your, on your computer. It's, it's right there. Anything you want to know, anything anything whether whether uh, what were the what uh, the, the romans empire the byzantine empire you want to go and visit the louvre in paris you want to go visit uh, uh, any museum in the world they're all online you want any science paper everything is online everything that is a good thing but it can be a bad thing and let me explain why i think it can be both first of all because the interactions now have become pretty much impersonal the i think the social media and communication digital methods have brought about a set of problems in from which we have no prior experience on it let me explain what i mean so my generation and 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 those ahead of me i think that's two generations ahead of me i think yeah 
or one generation ahead of me, I'm sorry, we we got, we got brought up in the old-fashioned way. And the old-fashioned way was, so you, you were born into a family, this family had a certain um, dynamic of working that created somehow your ideal identity. You know, this family provided you, if you were lucky, as I was, uh, with uh, with with some sort of normality, some sort of, of parallelism between what happened at home and what happened outside. My parents and all parents at that time and most parents everywhere do understand that the, the, uh, the reality that we faced at home as kids was not the one we were going to face outdoors. You know, it was more random, it was more violent, it was more um, expectant of, of certain attitudes of ourselves and it was a lot more demanding of your of your adaptation so at home it was it was a two-way road so your parents had to adapt to what you were uh, your identity was beginning to portray and at the same time you had you used your parents as a mirror image as to how far you can get in 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 many things uh, the first step of that of course is uh, the limits you know, they marked you limits, and you as a kid, if everything was okay or regularly normal at home, then you could push those limits and see how far you could go. So the, 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 the interaction between your parents or your immediate family was, uh, was, was not the real world per se. Okay, It was a protective world. It was a, a world in which you feel safe. So as you grew up, you went outside and met new people, right? These people were random people. They, they, these, um, these were not usually selected, although some selection is involved because out of a group of people, you chose who your friends were, but you had to interact with everyone at some point. So, and you had to face different personalities, different way of thinking, and, and different approaches to many of the subjects that you were interested in so that's how you learned so you learned how to interact with different kind of people with people you don't agree with with people who do you do agree with people who have different opinions different people who conflicted with you in many ways even people who were violent and your life was a constant adaptation of learning how to deal with these people and that created your identity so your identity is more or less the. Um, so you, you you went out in the world, right, with a with a with a semi semi finished identity. That's one way of putting it. Uh, and then you faced the world. You faced random people. You faced uh, random situations. And then your identity started to mold, started to adapt. It uh, began to understand that it, if if you made it fix. A fixed identity, a stubborn identity, then you would not be able to relate to a large group of people, you know. And and whether you chose your friends, those who you related with better, you still, as as I said before, you still had to relate to the other ones. Uh, for example, you couldn't pick your teachers, you couldn't pick your room uh, classmates, or at sports, or so you had to interact, and that. Well, gave you a broader sense of what your identity might might become. 
and uh, and your identity was a constant uh, mirror image of the things you might have liked or you might respected or you admired so it it's uh, it, it was a in my perception a healthy way of creating um, your future self through the interaction with random people through the interaction with people you didn't choose people who's uh, who appeared in your life by 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 coincidence or because they were there or they were participating in the same events that you were and so you learned you adapted you struggled you conflicted with with certain people and that's the way your identity was fully formed or at least if not fully formed pretty well established from you to work your way through adulthood today this has changed and it's changed drastically because the new generations are exposed to the uh, online environment. And the online environment is, is kind of weird because for them, the online environment has been the, the source of most of their affirmations, okay? So as we, uh, as we when we were young, if, whether to, 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 to find affirmation in something, we interacted with different people, we, we, we consulted different um, personalities, we, we faced different challenges. Today, everything and all information and all, um, uh, let's say, morals or, um, or educational values are online. So they have it at a click of a hand. And, and, and for them, for people, for, for young people, the internet is uh, is like it's like the Bible. It's it's everything that the internet says is true. I remember uh, this having a uh, little bit of an argument with a guy about uh, the benefits of communism, which I'm not going to go through here. But uh, I I well I exposed to him my living through 15 years of full blown communism in Mozambique and how much I appreciated living in that time or having had that experience. And, uh, and I explained to him different situations that happened in the country where I was in, which is Mozambique during that time, how, how, how things worked, how society shifted, how, uh, how the goods were shared and, 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 and the solidarity feeling that was established among everyone and how that empathy towards one another was a, um, was a good thing that I think could only have provided by communism. Well, his immediate reaction, of course, he was very young, was to look up the information on the internet. You know, and, and of course, he looked up communism in Mozambique and his, the first articles that he found were pretty negative. And so he started like, you know, denying or arguing with me based on those articles that he had read. And, and I found that insulting, you know. So, so, so wait, uh, so what you're telling me is that you're going to read an article, but you're not going to listen to someone who lived through it, who, who was there, who actually who actually interacted with people who worked in that society, you know. And for them, that's, that's, that's their, their Bible. Whatever is on the Internet is, is true. And this is a dangerous thing. But th that's not the dangerous part that I see. Because, you see, as whereas in my time you, could, uh, you were thrown into the world and, and to meet random people, to meet all kinds of people and... and, and and, uh, and just the people who happened to be there at the, at the interaction, at the situation you were in. And these were random, so you didn't can choose. In the online world, you can choose. And that's dangerous because we have a tendency to, uh, to seek the least 
confrontational people. So we, the, the kids today, what they do is they seek a community, a non-light community that will provide all the support, that will, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> believe the same things they believe, uh, listen to the same music that they do, and, and think the same way that they think. So they will never be challenged. They, uh, they, they, and then they create this fake identity in order to pertain to these groups. So they could go into an online group and, 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 and be bold and daring and funny, but then in real life, that's uh, that's a complete opposite of, of what they are. So what happens? So, so it, it creates this paranoid personality. So they no longer know how to avoid, uh, I'm sorry, how to confront uh, conflictive situations or how to deal with someone who is not in accordance in the way they think or how to treat uh, different kinds of people, even how to respect older people, even basic things as that. <coughs> oh, pardon me. And, and this, is, this is dangerous because if, when you have the choice to pick up who you want to interact with, then your, 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 your ability to, to grow, your ability to, to overcome becomes tampered with. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, become adaptable. It doesn't become, uh, it, it, the, the fight or flight mode establishes in a very weird way because your personality and your identity is not yet defined. You haven't had the opportunity to define it by ways of confronting different situations, different people, different opinions, different ideas and conflict and even violence in some way. You know, so so you've always cre you you've always been in this safe heaven in which everyone believes and thinks and does as you do. And when that fails for some reason, maybe you come into confrontation with someone, then your reaction is is pretty weird because you're probably going to say things to this guy or this person they would never say face to face. You know, and and that that gives it a Machiavellic touch because it. You know, for very in in a very easy way to understand it, uh, the the people who I didn't agree with, the people who I um, when I was young, people who I disagreed with completely or didn't like it or something, I also had to be very careful because most of them could beat my ass, and some of them did. You know, so I had to learn how to deal with this person in a way that violence was uh, avoid avoided. Or, or if not avoided, at least um, managed in certain ways. So the, the, the interactions face-to-face -face had to be him and me face-to-face -face talking, and I had to find ways and, and, and methods in which to either convince this person that although our thoughts were different, we could still interact at a certain level, or just come to an agreement that he and I, well, should try to avoid each other. You know? but, 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 but I would never insult him I mean, if I were clever, if anybody was clever, I will never uh, offend him, as we do online. The online, um, the online uh, communications become inconsequential. They didn't bring immediate consequences for you. You can insult, you can insult, offend, and just contradict people for the sake of it, knowing that nothing's going to happen to you. Now, I don't know about you, but I find this 
really infantile and childish and and does it does not allow a person to learn to deal with uh, uh, difficult situations and this is how I see it today I see uh, uh, you see I, I'm, I'm I'm not very involved in social media but I do participate I like it uh, I got it more or less to I have a group of people that I like to follow and they're funny or they're politically inclined the same way I do. But I understand that most of the people I choose online are because they think the same way I do and they transmit the same ideas that I that I have with different wordings or with different concepts and thus I learn how to express my ideas better. But this is because I already have the experience of confronting people, of dealing with people with different ideas. So. As a fact, for example, my Twitter uh, is based on all the people I don't agree with. If you see my Twitter feed, you'd probably think I'm a fascist because I have all the right alt-right people. Uh, I even had Donald Trump before he was <laughs> before he was kicked out. I have Bolsonaro. I have the Hungarian uh, president. Can remember his name is? I have Duarte from the Philippines. I have the fascist groups here in Spain as my tweet feed. But that's not because I like them or anything, but I want to see where they come from. I have learned to see and to watch and to try and understand where people come from to think the way they think. And that's what maturity is, I believe, is to, to see that and every story has a, another side of the story. So you might hear someone give a give a give a uh, an idea about something. Let's say even racism. Even let, let's go by the worst. Let's go by the worst idea. Racism. You know, a, a very racist guy. Okay. So rather than insulting him and and, and just uh, disregarding him as an idiot, because he is. But uh, let me. I, I like I like to see. Okay. So why? Where do you come from? Uh, how did you get these ideas? What happened to you? Uh, Try to learn more from them because even from your enemies, there is something to be learned, even a different perspective. Not all realities are the same. Not all situations are the same. Uh, it's true. There is a lot of imbeciles out there. Believe you me, a lot more than you think. But even them have a different side of the story. So I do have my Twitter feed with all these fascists and alt-right groups because of, because of I'd like to know where they're at. But I also want to know what they're thinking. In case shit happens, I want to be ready. I want to be informed. But uh, let's go. Let's go back to the main point. So I think the main point here is that in the real world, you have to get along. You have to get along with me. So I have to get along with the real world, and through repeated interactions. Okay. So it's not just one kind of interactions. It's repeated interactions. And when your ideas or behavior go astray, you see, this is um, what Jordan Peterson said uh, in an interview recently. So how it works, the real world is your identity is not so well defined at all times. And, and there are times where your identity starts to, um, to dilute into different desires, into different uh, expectations of what you might be. So the real world is there to bring you back to your identity. So, but this only happens with real interaction with real people and it will bring you back into shape. So you see the real world is made of random people. 
that you 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 haven't selected them, right? They just fall into into um, into a uh, in, into your group. You certainly you're at work, at school, uh, in the streets. It's just a random uh, group of people, and it gives you an unbiased feedback information. So here's the here's the key thing: unbiased feedback information. So your identity is based on what works in the interaction with various kinds of people. Okay, and through the feedback that you get from these people is how you form your identity. So your identity might vary um, from person to person and from a group to group. Uh, hopefully not too much, because that's that would be crazy. But but you're, you you interact with a certain kind of person different than you interact with a different kind of person. But but the basis has to be solid, and this information feedback is what makes it. Um, healthy, organic, in which it grows, it can explore, it can, it can, it can contract, it can have issues, it, it could have a, a serious problems of identity in which you have to work with, but always through the interaction of un, unbiased feedback. Now, when the feedback that you're getting is exactly what you need, it is exactly what you've chosen, and when you have a, a when you have found the group of people, a community of people that does not challenge your thoughts, that does not challenge your behavior, and does not even confront you or even uh, insult you in some way or, or demand things of you that might not be fair at all. But guess what? <laughs> Tough shit. That's what the world is. But on the online communities, this is not happening. A lot of young people are choosing their community, their online communities in accordance of what they think. And they only meet and uh, interact with people who think the same way as they do. They seldom confront uh, uh, different ideas. They seldom understand different interactions or different perceptions of, of things. And, um, and this cannot be good. This, there is a, not a long-term study or um, or vision of what this might imply for the future generations but it is my opinion that it's unless some kind of change comes along it's not good it cannot be good it will create a, a groups of people paranoid self-centered selfish unable to feel any empathy for anything because they have not had the chance to interact with someone who 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 who's who who gives you that emotional uh, feeling of 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 understanding of wanting to support someone of 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 knowingly uh, going against the world for this person it is a very 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 confusing world that that they have to face now i have no solution for this as of now but in our case for example and i know this is uh, this might sound stupid and even childish to most of you but we have a five-year-old and unlike all of his friends he has yet to see a tv show or any cartoon uh, he does watch 15 minutes of cartoon a week when he goes to his grandparents because that's the only place where there's a TV. We don't have a TV. And, uh, and, and I think we're trying to at least build his resilience 
and to uh, until he's you know until he's exposed to these things because I know we're not stupid. We know that society doesn't work that way and that sooner or later, more sooner than later, he will be exposed to all these things and we, he will be um, brought into these community groups and he will have the choice and maybe through our um, interaction with him personally and not involving him in any electronic uh, devices or, 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 or entertainment as of yet, well, then maybe he develops uh, different tools and uh, more reliant tools. This is what we do. It's a little bit more complicated than that. I do understand people who have kids. It's not easy, and it's and it gets a lot harder. That you can be sure of. And um, I think I'm prepared, but I'm also prepared to face the other side, to which I will see my son, you know, start choosing his community online and stop interacting with outdoors and I'm hoping that at that time I will be ready to confront that situation and to help him out to make him a productive healthy empathic beautiful person that he already is but of course he's my son what else would we be okay guys that with my podcast for today again let me remind you it's raining outside it's great it's a horrible day it's a very very horrible day but i had fun recording this podcast i hope you share it if you think it's worth it please do share if you think it's worth it i appreciate that and i'll be seeing you guys pretty soon keep well keep safe adios amigos